Welcome to Preston Minster. Find your home, find your purpose, transform your city. Let's jump into this week's talk. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, intellectual books. I mean, as a dis- person who is dyslexic, let me say I discovered Audible, which was an absolute game changer. So I, I listened to a lot of uh, good books, which is fantastic. Uh, but more insightfully than those two facts, Laura, is something that I did yesterday. Um, uh, myself and my lovely wife, Emma, we went to the Crystal Maze experience yesterday. Now, I shared this news. I was like so excited. I came in this morning. I've been telling everybody like about it. And um, is Pippa around? Where's Pippa? She's not here. I can, I can, I said to Pippa, I said, I've, is she hiding? Where is she? Oh, she's hiding. But I said to Pippa, I said, Pippa, I went to the Crystal Maze experience. And she looked at me like this. <laughs> she literally didn't know what the crystal maze was. And I felt ancient. So I got my Zimmer frame out and I just plodded away with my head down like that. So if you are under the age of 35, can you just put your hand up? Under the age of 35, can you keep it up if you have heard of the crystal maze? Oh, good. Oh, it's just all Pippa's fault, not mine. Wonderful. Uh, Oh, yes, but it was amazing. I would recommend it. Fantastic day. Today is a very special day. It's actually a bit of a first for the Minster. Can I get a ooh? Okay, that'll do. Um, So today is Teams Sunday. So today we are going to be focusing on our teams here at the Minster. Uh, If you don't know, uh, essentially what we do here at the Minster, we do kind of four things. Uh, We do Alpha, we do Sundays, we do Groups, and we do teams that do a load of stuff. And uh, most things that we do here at the Minster fit in one of those four categories. And uh, I would love us this morning to celebrate and give thanks for uh, the team. So we're going to give it a real special focus today. So we're going to begin with some celebration. So we're going to be doing some clapping, guys. I know we're British, but if we could just really go for it, that would be great. So can we thank... The kids team. So give me a round of applause to the kids team. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, I am feeling this one. Kids team. They can hear you. They're, they're across the road. Yes. Kids team. The kids team invest in the lives of children, those beautiful minds that are like sponges, and they feed them with knowledge, but even more importantly, they feed them with the truth that Jesus loves them, and they create space for them to experience that as children. What a wonderful thing. So thank you if you are a member of the kids team. Thank you too if you are a member of the youth team. Yes, fantastic. Yes. The youth team investing in lives of young people who are in the absolutely pivotal moment in their lives where they are discovering, like, who am I? Do I believe what my parents believe? Uh, Is God really real? Do I want this to be my story or not? So thank you to the youth team as they invest in people that are in that moment. Can we give a massive thank you to the student team? Yes. (laughs) Student team. 
the student team are influencing the influencers of the future. The people who are going to be shaping the world that we are living in. And the student team invest in that. And they welcome people from all over the country to come and study at UCLan and then help people to find their home here. What an amazing ministry. Can we give a huge thank you to the worship and production team? Yes! Worship and production. Thank you to all of you because you are like the foundation upon which we stand because you like you lead everything that we do and you lead us in worship. Like that is our foundation. Before we get going with anything, every briefing, every, everything that we do, we want it to be like seconds to worship. And so thank you worship and production team for all you do. Can we give a massive round of applause to the creative team? Yes. We're going to keep on going with this clapping, by the way. The, the creative team have this beautiful thing that they sort of bring to life with creativity, with design, with the website, with social media. They communicate like who we are, who God is and what we're all about. So a massive thank you to you if you're on the creative team. Uh, I'm going to group some now because I realise your hands are probably starting to hurt. So can we give a massive round of applause to the Sunday teams? Yes. Now, Sunday teams, if you are on the car park team, you are the first people that people meet when they come to church and you welcome them. If you're part of the welcome team, you stand on the door and you help people to cross the threshold of the church for the first time. And we forget, actually, that is quite a daunting thing to do for many people. And you are the smiley faces and the wonderful people that help people to cross uh, that barrier for the first time. So thank you, if that's you. To the cafe team, they're on the Sunday teams as well. Uh, The cafe team, we want to welcome people home. And you do that cafe team by giving them a brew. That's what we do, isn't it? When somebody invites someone into our home, we're like, do you want a brew? So thank you to the cafe team. A well-oiled machine, may I say. And then also just fantastic like welcome. And the stewards, the stewards, you won't even know who they are because they're just in the background making sure that this doesn't all fall apart. And believe me, I'm very thankful. So the Sunday teams, we've still got a couple more. Can we give a round of applause to the Alpha team? Yes. The Alpha team, Alpha is all about creating space for people to explore the bigger questions of life in a safe space. And we, on the Alpha team, we have helpers, we have hosts, we have people who help with the food, and thank you because you facilitate that happening. Couple more, we got the Spear team. Let's give a big thanks to the Spear team. The Spear team invests in 16 to 24 year olds and they help them to get back into employment and education. But perhaps even more importantly in that, they invest in them as human beings, give them the confidence and the skills that will be a bedrock for the rest of their lives. So massive thank you to you if you're on the Spear team. And finally, and we're going to have to go really loud here because they're not going to be able to hear us, a massive thank you to the St. James's team that are over there. Let's give them a round of applause. The, uh, the St. James's team went down about eight months ago and planted a church in Avonham. And they are uh, sharing the good news of Jesus with the estate of Avonham by like running church, by uh, running an addiction recovery program. Just absolutely amazing. And I want to say thank you. 
I find it so humbling that so many of us have bought into what God is calling us to do. God is calling us to an extraordinary like, work together, and I'm so humbled. Friends, there's actually 137 of us who are on team. And I, I just find that absolutely extraordinary and humbling. If you remember last week, we were talking about the vision. Our vision is to play our part in the re-evangelization of the nation, the revitalization of his church, and the transformation of society. And each one of those teams is about playing its part in that bigger story. And each member of the team is playing your part, you're playing your part in that story. And I, I'm just so, so thankful. And so today, I want us to kind of explore a little bit about like, what is so special about being on team. Why is it that it is such like a, a healthy thing for us as human beings? And it got, got me thinking about kind of my story, really. And when I was 18, I, I signed up to do a, a gap year. And uh, I joined a youth team at a church for a year. And it was in that course of that year, it was probably the most pivotal year of my life. It kind of changed the direction of like where I was heading and what I was doing. And I was sort of thinking, why was it such a big year? And I think part of it was, for the first time in my life, I felt like I was investing in something that was so much bigger than me. My eyes were so normally focused on myself. And joining that team, I was like, whoa, we're doing something bigger. And it really was, it gave me, me a real sense of purpose. The second thing I think that was really pivotal in that year was it was the first time where I felt a real deep and deeper sense of like belonging to something. It, I was not only making this, this difference, but I was like, oh, I really, I belong to this. This is like my tribe. This is what I'm, what I'm doing here. And it was great. And the third thing was that it made, it was making a difference to people's lives. Like I was working with young people and I was like, ah, oh, like the effort I'm putting in is actually making a difference to some of the young people's lives. I won't embarrass them, but there's actually a few people here who were actually in my youth group uh, back in the day. Now, if you meet them, I just want to warn you that I was about 18 and they were about 14. So don't let them, don't let them make, you know, age me, okay? But some of the people who I like, did youth with are literally kind of part of our community here, which is amazing. So my question is, why? What is it about being part of something that is so, like, good for us. And I, I think, I think that ultimately it's because you and I, we were designed to flourish in team. We were designed to flourish in community. It's interesting, even if you go all the way back to the creation story, one of the first things God says is, it is not good for man to be alone. 
So even back then, it was like, there's something about being an individual which is not enough for us to flourish as human beings. So we're going to be looking at um, Paul's letter to the Corinthians. We're going to um, explore a passage. And in it, he talks about us, the church, as a body all like together in unison. So let's look at the scriptures together. It's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you've got your Bibles or your phones, uh, it'll come on the screens too. And what we're going to do is we're going to look uh, at this passage in three chunks and see what it teaches us about, about the kind of ethos of being on, on team. So 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting at verse 12, says this. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body. So we'll pause it there. The first thing to say is that the church, that's us, we are one. The church is one. Now, Every follower of Jesus makes up the church. The church isn't a building. It isn't an institution. According to the New Testament, according to the scriptures, uh, the church is you and I, like the people of God. And so every follower of Jesus, all collectively together, we make up the one church. We make up the one body of Christ. Now, sadly, as you probably know, over the centuries, there's been lots of splits and divisions within the church, which feels like not what uh, was intended. And um, what's really interesting is there's one uh, account in the scriptures of when Jesus prayed for the future church, as in Jesus prayed for you. It's pretty cool, that, isn't it? Like, Jesus prayed for us. And in that prayer that was recorded, one of the main things he prayed was that we would be one, that we would be united. And so here at the Minster, we have a real commitment to trying to be one with different churches around the city, uh, around, around the nation, around the world. And we want to focus on what we have in common, not our differences. And so we really want to fight for that oneness. So that's the first thing. The church is one. We are one team. We are one body all together, and we all get to play our part. So, uh, let me move on to the, the second part of the passage, continuing uh, from verse 13. So it says, Whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. And then it says, Even so, the body is not made up of one, but many parts. Now, if the foot should say, Because I'm not a hand... I don't belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body Every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. 
So the church is one, but the second thing this morning is that the church is diverse. Let me unpack that. So the church is called to be united as one, but it is not called to be uniformed and all look and act the same. We are not all the same. And I love Paul's language here. I love how he like, he almost makes it like ridiculous in the language that he uses. He gives this ridiculous idea of a foot being a hand or an eye being an ear. And, And as we read that or we hear that, that's like, oh, that is ridiculous. And yet we do it all the time. If you're anything like me, you kind of go, oh, if I was a little bit more like so-and-so, then I could be a bigger part of this, this church. If I was less like me and more like that, then I would be more effective for God. And he's, this is saying, absolutely not. That is not the way. God has made each and every one of us different. Praise the Lord for that. Imagine if there's a load of Tims running around. We'd be in an absolute nightmare. Every one of us is different. Different skills, different personalities, different strengths, different weaknesses. He's placed the parts, it says. Placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wants them to be. Can you hear that this morning? Just as he wants you to be. Let's believe that. This morning. You know, when I look around our church, I see so many wonderful people doing entirely different and extraordinary things. Each different, but each one playing their part in the body of Christ. So I think of Alicia. I actually don't think she's here this morning, but I think of Alicia. She's a prison chaplain. She goes into the prisons and tries to set the captives free. You know, freedom in Christ, that type of freedom. I don't think, I don't think she could get away with just opening the doors and letting them out. I think that wouldn't go down so well. But, but she's doing that. She's called to that. I think of James and I think of John. Oh, John, I might be hiding out there with his child. Uh, but they're head, head teachers. Head teachers in schools. Investing in their beautiful young minds, teaching them, bringing an amazing Christian ethos to their schools and to their staff teams. I absolutely love it, playing their part. I think of David, a CEO of a charity that goes all around the world trying to provide medical care in the poorest places. Absolutely extraordinary work. I'm trying not to catch everyone's eye and make it really awkward. I think of all the grandparents in the room. Grandparents, shout out to the grandparents. As parents, oh my gosh, we need grandparents. (laughs) And investing in like the the children that you love and spend time with, amazing. I think about the parents. I just think about the parents. Guys, I am like loving you. You've got this, I'm with you. I think of Hannah and Sam starting a business taking brave steps into the business community, wanting to shine like a light in our beautiful Preston area, make, uh, in that business community. So many more. I barely even touch this, but you see what I'm saying? The church is diverse, and together we go out and we do our stuff, each one of us, as God has called us to be. 
So the church is one. The church is diverse. And thirdly, let me carry on the scripture. Verse 21. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honourable, we treat them with special honour. I want you to hear this truth this morning. If you don't hear anything else, hear this truth this morning. The church is not complete without you. The church is one, the church is diverse, and the church is not complete without you. You belong to the body. You are a vital part of the body, and you have a part to play. Everyone, whoever you are, you have a part to play. So if you are a thinker or if you are a feeler, there is a part for you to play in the body of Christ. If you are young like Pippa or if you are old like me, there is a part for you to play in the church. If you are entrepreneurial or if you are a consolidator, there is a part for you to play. If you are male or if you are female, there is a part for you to play. If you are all about big vision or you are about the beautiful tiny details. There is a part for you to play in the body of Christ. If you are black or if you are white, there is a part for you to play. If you are super loud or if you are beautifully quiet, there is a part for you to play in the body of Christ. If you are new to faith and you've just discovered this stuff or if you are mature and you have walked this road for many years and you know about the ups and the downs and the struggles, guess what? there is a part for you to play. If you are a scientist or if you are an artist, there is a part for you to play. If you are into spreadsheets or if you are into singing, there is a part for you to play. Or if you actually quite like doing both of those things. Um, I'm really into a good spreadsheet and I, I sing occasionally. But guys, do you hear that this morning? There is a part for you to play. The church is one. The church is diverse. And it is not complete without you. Let me just change gear a little bit this morning. We absolutely love our teams here at the Minster because it is an expression of all of this. Each team is part of the one. Even though they're doing different stuff, they're part of the one. Each team and every team member are like different and diverse and bring different skills, but they're part of the one church. And as we do, as each person gets involved, we know that it's more complete every time someone gets involved. So don't just take my word for it. I'm going to invite a few people up this morning uh, to share their experience about what it's like being on teams. So can we give a huge round of applause to Vicky, Victoria and Mel?
Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to do this, guys. It's, it's, I mean, they're a scary lot. They, um, they don't bite, but sometimes they give you the evil, so watch out for that. Um, wonderful. So, Mel, let me just think. You might be on kids' team, right? Am I right? <laughs> Mel, you are on kids' team. Let me give you this microphone. So, um, tell us, Mel, how did you come to faith? How did this journey of faith start? you and your road to the Minster? So, um, no faith background, no one in my family went to church. I don't even think I've ever been to church. 2020, the 10th of September, um, I had a really strange experience where I was just sat in my room and I thought, how do people know God's real? (laughs) So me being me, straight to Google, (laughs) that is my... Um, and as I was typing how do people know I just had this sudden knowingness that God just was real followed by what felt like just a hug like a warm glowing hug immediately I panicked because I thought I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do I don't know anybody there was one friend from 10 years earlier who I met in Nottingham the only Christian I knew straight to him 2 in the morning just being like which just started my journey so I did Alpha I did some random courses at Church Online because this was if anyone remembers during lockdown no forgotten erased from the memory couldn't really physically go to a church and then that's just what I did for a few years trying to read the Bible on my own which I do not recommend to anybody (laughs) it is just not the right thing to do we do do recommend that by the way (laughs) just Oh, right. okay. Like, if you're new, yeah, get some don't help. do it yeah. on your own. Sorry. Yeah. Just... My story does explain uh, it I know later it does. on. I'm only Fast forward I'm only to messing. 2022, I kept yeah. getting the feeling that I needed to be in a physical church. Now, thankfully by then, you could be in a physical church. Yeah. So God decided he wanted me here. So I had these random prompts and that brought me here. And then when I got here, I remember reading in the scriptures something about Jesus came to serve and that we are here to serve. And so I thought, oh, I should, you know, probably do that. And that's how I ended up serving here at Preston. Amazing. Thanks, Mel. So, um, and and one of the things I absolutely love about you, Mel, is it it feels like the kids' ministry, kids' team, has really been like a huge thing for you, hasn't it? So what is it about being on team, being on the Minster Kids team, that is like so life-giving and so important to you? First, it's a lot easier to understand the Bible in the kids' area. (laughs) So if anybody's not 100%, highly recommend you serve there just for the knowledge. Um, You do it through physical activities, so it's really immersive. It's like every sense is being used. And Some of the stuff the kids say here is really amazing. Like the prayers they do, the things they say. They even, like just now, we've just been doing the Good Shepherd, Jesus. The kids have made stables. They've made their shepherd and they're telling me the story I've just read. And I didn't think they would remember it, but they're just acting out the play. And you talk to them and you just ask them what they're doing, why they're doing it. And they'll tell you, Jesus is doing this. Wow. It's just, it really, I don't know, it just fills me up. I just feel so much joy with it. I could be having the worst day ever, and I'm just sat down cutting circles, but I just think I love what I'm doing. I just feel like 
I'm doing my purpose. I'm doing what God's called me to do. Yeah. And it feels so good because I don't think I've ever had joy like that. That's not honestly just... amazing, Mel. It's like, I can really res- Like I feel like when you're doing this, you come almost like the most alive. You become mm. the most full expression of Mel. It is really amazing. Can we give Mel a round of applause? Thanks so much for helping us stand So Vicky, you were here near the very beginning, like nearly four years ago, um, yeah. and you've been here, yeah, telling, and you've been on team for, for a good chunk of time now. So can you uh, tell me, you're on the cafe team, by the way. The best the team, ca- obviously. The be- oh, <laughs> mic drop, don't drop the mics, Tim, <laughs> Tim, will, Tim will have words with me. Um, so what impact has being on team had on you personally? I'd love to hear a bit about that. Yeah, I've, I've been to ch- other churches before where I didn't know anybody, didn't know where to go, what to do. Um, and I felt that being more active there would have helped me to kind of make friends and mm. have that sense of community that I've struggled with. I, yeah. you know, I don't have a lot of family or friends in the Preston area. Yeah. Um, and so church for me was like a, an avenue to gain that sense mm. of community. Um, but you have to be proactive. You can't just expect everybody to come mm. to you and be friends with you. Um, so being on a team here, it kind of forced me into a position where I put myself out there to make friends wow. and get to know people. Um, and I've definitely found friends here. That's amazing. Yeah, and because you, you were telling me the other day that almost like some of your closest friends are the people that you've met during work being on the cafe team, which is... Which is amazing. Brilliant. And secondly, what would you say motivates you specifically to be coming early, set up the croissants, get that coffee going, uh, and be on team? What motivates you to be part of the cafe team? First dibs on coffee. First um, dibs on coffee. I like that. <laughs> um, no, for me, it's like I said, I've, I feel that when somebody comes to church, it doesn't matter what's been going on outside of church. When they come here, this is somewhere that should feel like home, somewhere that they're comfortable. And what is more relaxing than just being able to kind of breathe, forget what's going on outside, and have a coffee and a pastry? Mm. Nothing is more welcoming. Like, if you had somebody around at your house, you'd make them a coffee and get them some biscuits. So to me, this is my way of kind of saying welcome, giving them that experience of being somewhere where they can relax and where they can be amongst friends, because that's what I really needed when I came to church. Amazing. Thanks so much, Vicky. Let's give her a round of applause. And finally, Victoria. Now, you're very, very new to all of this, to the Minster, to, yeah, all of this. I would love to hear a little bit about your story of how you ended up here and, yeah, how your faith has been developing. Well, hello, everyone. Um, (laughs) My story actually begins with my mom coming over to help me out and she wanted to go to church and um, she took my daughter to Preston Minster because it's the closest to where we live. And um, ever since then, my daughter's been going on about going back to church. Can we go back to church? They have a kids group, I love it, it's so awesome. And I (laughs) was like- kids team. (laughs) "Uh, Church never really was for me. And um, I mean, I've been baptized as a baby and um, I had my confirmation at like 16, but I only did it because it's something you have to do, kind of. (laughs) And um, so I was basically the the model atheist. Mm. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, one Sunday I decided, okay, well, I'm gonna give in. I'm gonna try it. (laughs) 
if it's not for me, it's not for me. But um, I immediately felt welcome and um, like the, the kids team was one of the first ones I met. Then of course the, the welcome team at the door and um, yeah, the, the, the worship, the music was just awesome. Mm. Thanks, Martin. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, just um, having the sense of community again, similar to Vicky, mm. um, because I also don't have a lot of family here, so mm. I'm on my own with my daughter. And um, I was longing to do something more and mm. to go somewhere, feel home. And um, yeah, I met a lot of um, special people here. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it feels like home and uh, I'm finding a purpose and um, yeah, just... And then you, and you did Alpha as I well? I did Alpha, exactly. Yeah, how, did you, how was that? Uh, that was awesome. Mm. <laughs> um, brought me definitely closer to my faith. And yeah. um, because seeing Nicky Gumbel speak about his journey was fantastic because I feel very similar to what he went through and yeah. like being, being a guy of science and yeah. um, then finding his faith. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and I've just been asked by Sam to <laughs> host the uh, Alpha team in the morning with him. Amazing. So, you're all welcome. Hey, <laughs> if you're free good. in the morning from quick. the 17th of May, then uh, join us for Alpha, please. Um, yes, looking forward to seeing everyone there. Um, yes, so I'm on the welcome team and yeah. um, Alpha team. So, you team. literally joined the welcome last like, week. Last week. So yes. how, how was your first week of welcome team? How did you find it? Awesome. Yeah. Very good, very good. Yes, very oh. welcoming and very warm and um, like... Yes, I definitely have a purpose in life and um, doing something for the community and the congregation. So, yeah, Amazing. Very good. Guys, can we give these guys a round of applause? Thank you so much. Oh, isn't it just extraordinary? I love the stories. I love that all three of those amazing women have come to faith in the, the not-too-distant past and are serving on team. And God is doing some extraordinary things in our community. He's doing extraordinary things in our church and through our church. And um, what I would love us to do, I'll just invite, I'll invite the band up, actually. And what I'd love us to do is, uh, in a moment, we're going to, um, give, give you an opportunity to uh, scan a QR code on the screen. Don't put it on yet. Get, you wait your time. Um, and it's going to lead to a form. And on the form, there's just a chance to just register like, areas of interest that you might want to serve. You might want to find out a bit more about um, the teams that are available uh, to, to, to try. Now, don't worry. This is not you signing up to be on team, so relax. But what I'd love you to do is just be like, oh, I'm actually interested in cleaning, or I'm interested in joining kids' team, or I'm interested in uh, welcoming. And if you want to tick uh, one of those boxes, then um, someone will be in touch, and we'll start the conversation. So it's just a, a chance to uh, say, yeah, I'm, I wanna, I'm interested in this. Now, just before we do it, I want to say one final thing. And that is that we don't have a one-size-fits-all for our teams here at the Minster. And I think that's really important, okay? So we all have different circumstances. Some of us have got big family commitments. Some of us um, have got uh, full-time jobs. Some of us have got part-time jobs. Some of us are first-year students with 
loads of time. Uh, some of it, I'm sorry, sorry guys. Some of us are, uh, uh, you know, fifth year students with no time at all. Um, some of us are retired. We're all in different situations. And um, commitment can look very different. And I want to give a little, uh, just a, a little example to, to prove this. We've got two amazing members of um, the worship and production team. One is Bucky, who's crouching on the floor. Um, one is Bucky, uh, and the other is, is Isaac. And I just want to highlight that Isaac um, is like, a, he's got a young family. He's a neurologist. He like plays around with brains and stuff in his spare time. I don't, he's very clever. And he, he can play keys uh, once a month. And that is an amazing way for him to serve. And Bucky is like singing nearly every week. She comes to students and like is part, a massive part of the student worship team. She absolutely loves it, loves worshiping Jesus. And both of those are an amazing example of, of serving on teams. Does that make sense? So whoever you are, there's a, there's a way and a place for you. So let me pray. Let me pray. Because I'd love this to feel like we're responding to something. listening. Follow us on social media. See you next week.